Reinholds is a social media and creative marketing agency owner, husband, father, DJ, global citizen, keynote speaker, and is proud to bring you the Reinholds Show Podcast. Uh, hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Reinholds Show Podcast. Um, you know, we have an amazing man. You've already heard his intro by now. Uh, Evan Carmichael, man, how are you? Are you in Toronto right now? I, I am. I appreciate the love, man. I appreciate the energy. Yes. What are you talking about? I love it. Yes, dude. yes. So I want to I wanna open up this podcast because one of the things that you did, which I've never experienced of all the guests I've had on the show, is this. You, your assistant actually sent a link to an unlisted YouTube video of you basically telling a person who's interviewing you how not to suck. And it wasn't titled how not to okay. suck, but it was more so of a guideline of things like don't send me uh, questions. I'm not going to read them. Don't waste, you know, five, 10 minutes introducing me because we only have 25 minutes together. And it was like this. I, 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 it was kind of like this fail safe, like don't suck. <laughs> Can you tell me and the audience why you created that video? Was it some bad interviews you had or was it to bring out the best in you or the person who's interviewing? Like, what was the whole motivation behind that? Um, well, thanks for watching it. I mean, uh, I maybe got an update of uh, the, the idea wasn't to say, hey, Ryan, let's not suck together. Um, <laughs> but th this is why, like, I, I want I want this show to matter. Like, yep. I want I want our time to matter. I want I want my episode with you to mean something, to have an impact. Um, I have no agenda. I'm not here trying to sell my book or anything. My, my only agenda is I want I want to help Ryan and his audience and whatever we can do to make that happen. Awesome. So um, people ask me, well, how do I introduce you? Like, say whatever you want. I mean, we chatted just before we went live about salsa and bachata. You want to call me the bachata king? Great. Like, bachata I don't care poppy. how you introduce me. <laughs> bachata poppy. <laughs> like, I, I want it to matter. I want this show to mean something for you. I want our time together to count. And so I know we're I know we're on a limited time. And some people want like, you know, an hour or two hours yep. to do their yep. show and we're, we're crunching it down. Of course. And so I just want it to matter. And so I make that uh, video just some of the guidelines. People ask me like, hey, what questions are off limits? Whatever you want to ask. Let's go. Um, well, the precipice and, and a lot. Make really it a, go ahead. No, no, that's it. Just, just a lot of people. Um, I love pe being people's first guests too, and and a lot of people I'm getting. Uh, I say yes. Like I like saying yes. I can't say yes to everybody, but I like saying yes. I like supporting people. I, I, I pay attention to the energy, man. And and one thing that Ryan Holtz has is energy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, you, so, well, you know what, man? You know, We're when, fellow Canadians. Um, it's it's so crazy because you know I followed your content for for some time, and I don't know if. I like to pride myself on my detail and, and consuming content, but as soon as I found you out, you were from Toronto. I think I just loved you a little more. I, I, I just thought, oh my God, it's a fellow Canadian. Like everybody's from New York or LA or Miami or, or somewhere, but Canada. And I, each interview, even the Jordan Belfort interview that you did, the one thing I loved is he's kind of like, well, hey, Evan, you're an entrepreneur from Canada, or maybe you're just an entrepreneur from Canada. You're like, no, no, I'll rep Canada. I really love Canada. Like I could hear it in your voice. You're like, don't subside Canada. I'm representing us. I like Canada. Um, there aren't many people who hate on Canada. I mean, I, I remember being on uh, an airplane with a guy who was, we we're going to Europe and uh, he had a Canadian 
uh, badge on his backpack. I yep. said, oh, can- Canada, man, where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm not. I'm American. I just wear a Canadian badge on my backpack so people treat me nicer when I go abroad. <laughs> so one of the things that you yeah, said in so that I, intro, so yeah. one of the things that you said in that intro uh, YouTube video, and this is why I'm leading uh, this this episode with that. And by the way, Evan, you're episode 99, so it's a really special time for us. Uh, you know, go. 100 was was the thing, but um, I think uh, wait, you you're said, in Edmonton, right? I, I'm in. I'm based in Edmonton, Alberta, and then I'm also have a home in Fairmont, British Columbia, which is where my studio office is right now, where we're talking from. So, so that's so 99. We're we're in Gretzky territory right now. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, man, you got it. So one of the things you said in the video, which I love, is you said, you know what, you you can you know ask the questions that you think your audience might like, but you can also ask the questions that maybe you need something with, and look at this as a, a coaching call with yourself. I am going to be so self-serving, which I know it's actually going to be very giving at the end to my audience because I'm titling this episode, Evan Carmichael coaches Ryan Holtz for 25 minutes. And that's literally going to be my title. And I have, I do have some vulnerable questions. I have some vulnerable questions and I, and I really did think about this a lot before um, coming on because I kind of thought I don't want to be selfish, but at the same time, you know, the same questions I'm going to ask you, I know my audience is experiencing as well. I own a business, mm-hmm. I own a marketing agency, I'm known as an entrepreneur, blah, 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 the speaking, all that. I started the podcast after doing a lot of commentating on radio, TV, coming in on as like the marketing expert and blah, 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 when iPhone drops. I love the podcast format because I said, oh my God, I have a medium in which I can talk, which people can passively consume the content. And... It's interesting because I really wanted a platform where I felt like I could just say what I wanted. I didn't have to be too politically correct. It's not that I'm rude or or say any derogatory stuff, but just a place where I can really have real talk with my guests. And I've had some great, you know, whale guests and big names such as yourself and and on. And it's amazing how based on the questions you ask them, you'll really get to the humanity of them. My question is this. Mm You talk a lot about leading with video for the podcast, and you said that to Jordan Belfort. I really like that interview because basically you coached him for the whole thing, and the guy just sat there and took all the advice. I love the fact of you just kind of told him, well, nobody knows you, and he just was like, what? Like, But he understood it. It, it, it was such a, like, it's one of my favorite interviews because I, I it literally was just two guys talking, and I really enjoyed that. If you okay. were me and you're start and you're doing your podcast, you're doing great, and you say, "Man, this started out as a side project to your already established marketing agency," and it turns out you really love it. And once you get to 99 episodes, I think you've proven, "Hey, I'm serious about this. It's a lot of time put in." How would you monetize it? Would you try to do the sponsorship route? Would you blend it in to to work as a lead generation for your current business? Would you not focus on any of that? Like. If, if you were me, what would your next, you know, three moves be, so to speak? You're at episode 99. You've had great guests, hundreds of thousands of downloads, great social media presence. But you're in that medium. We're, we're, we're now trying to get from that medium into, okay, boom. How much do you want to be a thought leader and speaker and author and personality versus running your business and blowing that up? I know it's both, but like, yeah. how would you weigh the percentages? It, it, it's it's interesting, you know, because it kind of hurts my feel. It hurts my feelings to tell myself I, I'm very passionate about marketing. But one of the things about marketing for people that historically over the last year that I just really started to find myself doing is I don't enjoy marketing for people. 
So I love marketing, but I don't like the hand-holding, you know, the Seth Godin, Scott Strattons of the world, same thing. You know, they write books, they talk about marketing, but they actually don't execute or, or run it for clients. So I find myself really enjoying talking to people, getting questions out, uh, talking to people like you who then can, we can pick your brain to help our audience. And I, I have to say, man, my heart has definitely slid past that 50% line into, you really like podcasting. You really like you know, talking to people, um, you know, I, you know, I'm watching Charlemagne, the God, Howard Stern. I mean, all these people trying to pick up tactics of, you know, what makes a great interviewer. And this is where, you know, my heart and soul is really going. And it's kind of a conundrum for me. It hurts me to, to say that, but then I'm also happy that I'm saying that. Yeah. That's why I asked the question. Cause I was sensing that's where you need to be. I mean, I'm doing all day long interviews and podcasts and shows and, and, I've been on some big show and you can hang with all of them, dude. Like you've got, it was the first thing I said is do the energy. You got the energy already. Like from the first thing out of your mouth. It's great. Um, what I, if I'm you, then what I do is I look for a talented, uh, young person who could take over the marketing agency for you that you could mentor and train and, uh, give ownership in the business to then run that, that wears the Holtz name proudly that you still are, are you know, fond of it. And you'll still love going in and doing some of the high level stuff, the meetings and the introductions and even people who come on the show. Um, but then that person then runs the actual business and is not like that person is going to be doing the designing and pushing the buttons and all the stuff that you don't really want to do that got you started. That still pays the bills. Absolutely. While you built this other thing. Yeah. Right. So um, that's what I'm looking at. Either either somebody who's already in your network, somebody you need to nurture, find and develop, somebody who's in your audience, maybe a hardcore listener um, who you could train, mentor, develop, grow to inside of, you know, 18 months. You're not day to day Holtz marketing anymore beyond being the brand yeah. and, and some top of funnel lead gen. Um, it's just this is the vibe that I'm getting from you. Uh, be before you hate it, before it becomes like, oh, okay, another meeting with another client and yeah. like, well, you still have one foot in. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's where, I mean, that's where it's going to go. But you have an opportunity to actually build this into something um, super powerful. Um, so I would definitely start looking for that person. Maybe you already have somebody in mind. Mm. But if not, then I'd be looking for that person to do, because I think you'd actually be a great mentor. Mm. I think you'd really enjoy training somebody who's like a younger you. Mm and helping them come along and teach them the marketing. I think you'd yep. be a great teacher. I don't know why. It just just kind of oozes from you. But you don't want to be doing all the day-to-day -day Well, and that's the thing, you know, stuff and I, anymore. I, I look at where can I have the most impact on 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 the most amount of people during my my life. And I'm a dad, I'm a husband, you know, and I'm very pro father and you know, I love family. I only have two gears. I don't I don't even do wings with the boys. I I do business and I love my family. Like I I only do two things in my life. It's very simple that way. Now, kind of forwarding in, if you were, you're, you're having a podcast, you know, our YouTube channel, we kind of, we created and I, I said, hey, we really got to take that more seriously. What would you do to monetize your podcast? Would you think about that at that point? Is that even the right question to ask at that point? Because we've had a lot of people, we've had a couple uh, little advertisers and stuff like that. But, you know, I kind of said, I, I, I really don't want to take money right now at this point. You know, we're, we're having a lot of fun. I would have to say it took us about 80 episodes to really kind of get into a groove of this is our vibe. This is what we're doing, et cetera, et cetera. So now that you say, hey, I'm going to 
get somebody to run my marketing company and I'm going to really hit this podcasting content creation YouTube show thing seriously what would your steps be because you've been in this position before especially having your biotech company when you're in sold at 22 right yeah, and I'm just pulling up your YouTube channel now while we're talking as well. Um, it's terrible. We got it. We got. I'm we, trying. We got some work to do, Ryan. We got, we got some work to do, but that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but listen, you're too, you're too much of a personality. There's too much like energy coming off of you to contain it in this box. Yeah. Um, YouTube should definitely be your like this episode should be on YouTube. Absolutely. It should go to your podcast and should go to YouTube because your YouTube your YouTube will live forever. Yeah. Maybe you get the Joe Rogan deal, you know, but yeah. but YouTube will live forever uh, in, a, in a way that podcast is maybe second best for that. Like people will go back and listen to old episodes, but people still consume sequentially. People will listen to episode one of the podcast and and then the most recent ones and they may go back. Yeah. But for the most part, people consuming the most recent ones. YouTube doesn't work that way. YouTube is a recommendation engine. So this episode in five years is still going to be getting refu- uh, uh, sent to people, recommended to people, still builds your brand, all of that. Right. So for someone like you who's now trying to build a new brand, this isn't going to go away in three years. Like you're going to you're not going to stop caring about being an influencer, getting your message out, having the impact. Like this is a life. I can sense it. So this is like a lifetime game Absolutely. for you. 100%. Um, so, so YouTube is the longest form, uh, like has the longest shelf life for content. Something that you post on Instagram doesn't last five days. True. But YouTube yeah. will last for for like five. The videos I made five years ago are still getting me views. So, uh, I think you definitely need to be posting all of your interviews long form to YouTube, and then you pay attention to the data. It shows you in the data where what parts people like the most. Yes. You you look at the YouTube data. You clip that and you put it to your Instagram and your other accounts. Yeah. Um, I think though, I think though you're, I think if you only went interview route, I think you're going to cheat yourself of the talent and the impact you can have. Okay. Cause, cause I think you've got a voice yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Not just being the Larry King. Correct. Where you're asking questions, uh, which I think you could do. I think you could vibe well, like you're, you're, super talented dude you, you fall into a lot of buckets that a lot of people wish they were good at one of them and you got you know a's in all of them so if i'm you i release two episodes how many what are you doing now what's what's the cadence of your show uh one episode a week four episodes a month with a guest each time you know what it's uh, we're at 98 percent guests and then i do current events so i'll break you know we had for instance uh i, I gave my commentary on george floyd I gave my commentary on some of the big events because I do really have that journalistic passion. When there's an event that drops that I have a real big opinion on, I'll either say I'll bring an expert on in that if I'm not, you know, versed to that or Mm -hmm. I will go at it myself because, you know, I mean, and you're right as a solo person, man, like I can I can keep the conversation going all by myself. I don't need to, to have somebody to help keep that conversation going. Um, so I would say right now we're 80% interviews, 20% current events and, uh, whatever things are popping off in, in Ryan Holtz's head. <laughs> yeah. Like I think you're, I think you honestly are doing a discredit to yourself by just focusing on guests and current events. Uh, I think there's a lot of just life lesson, wisdom, knowledge that's evergreen that you can share. Like, yes, touch on, touch on your view on black life matters right now is super important. Right. It's Absolutely. so trending. It's so it's so potent. Um, your view on it matters. Uh, 
but you there may not always be something in the news that strikes Correct. your fancy. Correct. But I wouldn't limit yourself to that. Like even what you just said about um, I've got two gears of being a father and being a businessman and, and that's all I'm focused on. You can take me inside that world. How do you balance your life? How do you be a good father and a good entrepreneur? Yes. Right? Yes. There's a lot of timeless stuff. I bet you know you you know Anthony Trucks? I that I've heard of the name. I don't know anything about it. I I have heard of him. Okay, so I was I was hanging with him recently um, in Puerto Rico as part of this event, and he's he's an ex NFL player ah. turned motivational speaker. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to him about his YouTube channel the other day, and the thing with him is, you could give him a topic, and he'll just start immediately crafting his like he'll just start being able to riff off of it. I get that same vibe from you. Like if I just said, "Hey, tell me about balance." Yeah, absolutely. You could absolutely. just go. Absolutely. You don't need yeah, to sit absolutely. there and like come up with a script for, for no. two hours to then come up with, right? Which is yeah. such a talent. Yes. So many people really, really struggle with that. It's like, well, let me meditate on what my, my process is going to be. And then I'm going to, and that's fine. Like if that's your process, just, you could just, you yes. could just spit the stuff out. Yes. So if I'm you, I go twice a week, once with a guest, uh, and then once just you talking about either either news related or or something from the soul something that's something that your audience is asking about you pay attention to your comments and see what they're saying see what they're asking you advice for and then beyond just marketing i think see, i think see, you can really thing. here's here's the thing evan fast yeah. forward my life 13 years old yeah. uh, raised by a single mom my mom passes away left with no parents started playing football at 14 years old played all the way through high school went down to los angeles came back up Always looked at the university prospectus thinking, I don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be an engineer. Where the hell do I fit? Trying my whole life to figure out how to fit in a box. And then I figured out, whoa, dude, you're not a box. And then yeah. everything at 24, when I first started my first company that I sold, popped off. And everybody said, Ryan, you're a great marketer. And we got great media attention. I said, well, geez, this is good. Let's just go down the marketing path. And I love it. And we've done great with it. And now you kind of come back again and you roll back and you're you're talking to Evan Carmichael saying, man, the, the world is your oyster. It's circular. I mean, you can melt it whatever way you want to go. Um, but now the humility in me always is always making sure, hey, you know, ask questions, be humble, learn, get constructive criticism. And that's why I said, I'm like, hey, we're using this 25 minutes to make this a, a podcast of just hey we all have the same problems because a lot of my audience and my my people they're like ryan's got everything figured out he's doing great but in my head i'm like well no i could be doing much better <laughs> and take people inside that conversation yes right like the, the problem you built is you've now built yourself a new box in marketing and and it's still a box that you enjoy you don't absolutely hate it but it's not a full expression of ryan holtz yes absolutely and so that's a piece that that's like one tenth of who you are. And and you're probably never going to lose the marketing. Like you still love marketing. You're still going to pay attention to titles and headlines course, and what's popping and trending. And, and the, it's course. always a piece of you. But but you want to talk about other things and, and you want to have a book and do speaking gigs and be the be the guests in other people's shows. Um, I, I just sense I think and I think you could do a, a really great job at it just it starts now and not building the Larry King brand of just being a great interviewer who asks great questions, has lots of energy. Mm. But no, Ryan's got something to say as well. 
You so you say you, in your opinion, you say, man, do it all. Tap into whatever you can tap into and just do it all. I would say tap into whatever your creative flow is is guiding you towards. Like I think yes. when you get into, I could see it. Dude. When you get into something and you like take a bite on it, you're not letting go. You're gonna see yeah. that thing through, and you're gonna create like you're yeah. gonna create gold out of that moment. Yeah. But that could that could um, that I could get obsessed, create lots man. of different things. Yeah, I get yeah, obsessed. I, dude, like, I feel like, it. Like, like I talk to my wife all the time, and I'm like, listen, you you know what happens when you tell me I gotta fix that vacuum cleaner? Don't tell me right now, because you know once I go fix the like, it's a small example, but whatever I get into, it's like, where the hell did Ryan go? Like, he's been in the garage for like five hours trying to fix this down. It's yeah. still, it's my I'm very obsessive in what I do. And that's what, so there's a lot of different paths you could take, whether it's speaking, whether you create your own course, whether you create a book, whether you create a, you know, video training, how to do a pot, all of it, all of it could work. I don't, I wouldn't say do all, all of them. I say yeah. like, what's your creative energy pulling you towards and then go all in on that thing. Cause they could all work for you. Um, but definitely now it's stepping, uh, in front of the camera, in front of the mic, not just being the guy asking the questions, Correct. um, it is the next evolution of Reinholds. I love that, man. I love that. Here's another question for you. Uh, have you heard of Tim's story? He's a life coach. Yeah, yeah I know loves Tim. Him. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, uh, so Tim dude, was Tim's on- story is wild. Okay, <laughs> go, ahead, yeah, go no, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. You talk. No, Tim, Tim's story. So, I mean, I connect with Tim a, a whole bunch. And the first time I went to his house, we went to go film a 10-part series on how to, how to be a life coach. From somebody who's like actually done it, like yes. in a big way, right? Like big Kanye's way. life coach, not just like, yeah. right? Quincy, um, crazy. Yeah, dude, the dude is, he's so humble, but he's he's a legend. Anyways, so we're at his house, we're filming, and we, it you know takes, I don't know, four hours to make the content. He's another guy who's like you, dude. There's a lot of Tim's story in you and that you could throw him anything and just he's so sharp and just come up with something, doesn't need a lot of reaction time to get it. Uh, when we were finishing up, he's like, I gotta go, I gotta go see my mom. I gotta drive across town to go see her. Um, you guys just close up when you're done. His home, <laughs> like he leaves me and his and my crew in his personal home oh, to wow. clean up the lights and the gear and all that stuff. And he's like, Do we do we lock the door? That just just close it. It's fine. It's a safe community. Just like absolute trust. Wow. Uh so it's like wild anyway i'm a big tim story fan we just had him on the podcast and i get a lot of questions from our listeners of ryan how do you book guests how do you how do you build a relationship how do you get you know through the assistance and so i started asking this question to some of the guests that have came on and some of the basically just how do you give permission to your time how do you how do you say out of 10 podcasts well i can't do all 10 but i'd like to do six so four is gonna have to get cut so my question to you is when you get somebody on your show and then that's great. How do you cultivate? And I asked Tim Story this question. How do you cultivate a relationship with this person after they've came on your show without being tacky, sleazy, bad motives, slimy, annoying? You get my you get my drift of this, right? And yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim brought okay. this question up. His, his answer was fascinating. And I want to ask you the same question. Okay, let's see if mine's better or worse than Tim's. I like it. I'm the sending it to head. you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. This gives a good YouTube video. Tim and Evan. Yes, better yes. Answer. Uh, you're such a YouTuber, man. So, you just you make all those scenarios on the fly. Your 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 whole life is YouTube. Like you you are micro content king, man. 
Well, my whole life is impact. You choose just happens to be the 2020 best way to actually get the impact that you're after. Absolutely. Um, and I know, I know we're, we're tight on time. What I would say yes. is at, this is after the fact, right? They've already been on your show. How do you maintain the relationship? Correct. So two things. One, you follow them on the platforms that they care most about. Tim, I would say Instagram. He's going live on Instagram. He's posting. He's got a team that helps and Joseph's great. Yeah. Um, but Tim pays attention there. You're there. You comment on every post. You you like every post. You're engaging with his community and you're, you're showing love and not just like fist bump or heart, but like you're providing deep value so that every time I see Ryan's face, I'm like Ryan is just value. Ryan is just crazy value, right? Yes. And that's not hard, right? I mean, just every post that Tim's putting up, you're engaging with. The second thing I would do as a podcaster or YouTuber is you make, what day is today? The, the fourth? Correct. The fourth. You make yes. like the fourth of every month, Tim's story day. And what you do is you have the video clip. You, you, you tell me you did video with Tim. Of course, of you course, did? tons. Yeah, yes. okay, good. I do video with everybody. Okay, good. So you talk to Tim for however long, an hour with Tim. You take the three best moments of that interview and you chunk them down into 15 second chunks. And then the fourth of every month is Tim's story day for you, where you're gonna post that to your Instagram and tag him. Ooh, I like that. You're making him look good. It's not about Ryan asking this great question and Tim saying, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, no, no. Yep. It's about Tim dropping some awesome knowledge. Yeah. And the fourth of every month of Tim's story, okay? You did three clips from the, you know, half an hour or whatever with him. And so, like, June is the first clip. July is the second clip. August is the, is the third clip. Correct. September, back to the first clip. Yeah. October, back to the second clip. I Just keep like it. Nobody's not going to remember that you posted the same thing, right, three months ago. But what you're doing is uh, you're giving, you're making him look good. You're his yes. video production team for him. Yes. And, and it's, it's, you're making him look good. It shows up in his Instagram DM that Ryan tagged him. It's not just it gets lost in the feed. He's getting a personal DM saying Ryan tagged him in a way that makes him look good. And for you, it's a one click share to his audience. Yes. Yeah. You can say, hey, right. Look. Here it was on the Ryan, Ryan Holt show, right? You can click and share. So I would take your 30 top guests yep. and do that every day. So Evan Carmichael is the 20th of every day. I say 20 because it's my birthday, but <laughs> it's the 20th of every day. Yeah. And I'll share it, dude. Like if you make me look good three, uh, you know, once a month with three different clips, and then you just keep cycling all year long. Every day is somebody else, right? And you just keep repeating it. And then as you get bigger and bigger guests, you cycle out who your top 30 people are. Brilliant. And you're staying top of mind. Yeah. You're giving them an easy way to then share it with their audience and make them look good. It gives you extra exposure. And it's a hack that people do once at the beginning. We just had Tim Story on. Yeah. yeah. But then people forget. Yeah. But the stuff we talked about is still going to be valuable in October. Absolutely. Very right? true. So Very cut those true. clips and every day you're, you're cycling through your 30 people and, and um, maintaining the relationship. Like I might forget about this. But yeah. then I see the twentieth. Oh yeah, Ryan, dude, I love that guy. Happy Share, birthday right? like every month to you! <laughs> <laughs> I love it, yeah, man. That's my answer. Uh, that's what I would do. I know. I know. We're pressed for time. Uh, just a couple quick uh, little little fire questions. What do? You, what's your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Uh, dinner usually. I skip breakfast. Lunch is tiny, and dinner is where my wife often makes something amazing. So dinner. 
Being an introvert, how long did it take you come to get comfortable with being an extroverted personality, especially with doing video? Uh, I still struggle with it because I want I want it to be because I put pressure like I want this to be the best interview both of us have ever done. That's the pressure Like I'm showing up today for Ryan and has to count. If it was just just mailing it in every day, then that's super easy. But the pressure to make this one the best that I'm proud of, that my grandkids are going to watch this interview is what I go in thinking. The top two people that you've ever talked to that literally left an impact that just changed your whole tra trajectory. Uh, Brendan Burchard and, and um, Bishop Jakes. And one person you would love to chat with that you just you can't connect with at this point. Is there anybody that you're just like, I, I got I really want to talk to this person. Uh, alive, like uh, that yeah. I should get. Yeah, let's do a live. Let's do a live. Let's do a live. OK, well, dad, I'd go AP Janini. He's on the wall behind me. Favorite yes. entrepreneur of all time. Crown of Bank of America. Alive would be Kanye, who's on the back over there. Oh. Mostly because I think people. People underestimate the genius and they always interview him trying to get the gotcha moments without actually like I'd love to have an entrepreneur creativity discussion jam session with him. I think that could be good. Uh, Evan Carmichael legacy 10 years after you have passed on to the beautiful land in which you want to go to. I don't think that way, man. It's okay. like, what am I making while I'm alive? Ah, that's great, man. You're in the moment. Uh, Evan, that's all I have, man. I mean, I appreciate you so much. It's so great to connect with you. Very self-serving interview. You're my first self-serving interview that I've ever done. And it really feels good at the end. I have to, and I'm posting it and I think it's extremely vulnerable, but I think there's still tons of value in it. I think it's the best, dude. I think, I think you should lead all the time. If you lead and I, I mean, I'm, I got to get to my next one, but if yeah. you lead to say, Hey, uh, I'm having Tim, you're on because I love this thing about you. I love that it's at, and forget about his whole bio. And you know what? I'm really struggling with this. Mm. You're going to get a way more engaged guest. And now you're not, I'm going to, I'm all day interviews today. I'm going to get asked the same 18 questions that I've given <laughs> to, to the same, to the yeah. same like podcast and, and yeah. YouTube shows, right? You got, you got a unique thing here today. I feel great. You feel great. Absolutely. Your audience is going to get something brand new that nobody else has seen. And Evan, I know you got to run. My last question is the most important. What can I do for you, man? Live it, dude. Build build the Ryan Holtz brand. Like the best thing you can give to a mentor isn't buying their book or buying their coachings. It's taking the advice and actually running with it. When you mentor somebody and you tell them to do this, the best thing they can do for you is to actually go off and execute. Like Absolutely. I want to see Ryan Holtz sharing his view on the world once a week. Like go build the Ryan Holtz brand, dude. That will make me pumped. Much love, man. Take care. Have a great interview. Much love. Much love. Okay. All right. Take, <laughs> Take care, care, brother. Ciao.